welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 9, Against All Odds. So, Kelsey, will you read us the YouTube summary, please? Sure. It's a short one today. (laughs) Emma feels ready to move on when she realizes her feelings for Chris, but doubt creeps in when she can't get Sean off her mind. Spinner and Jimmy look to Marco for math tutoring, but things get awkward when Spinner is convinced Marco has a crush on him. Sean has nothing to do with this episode at all. Except for his weird, gross hickey at the beginning, Sean literally never is a part of this. At all. Not at all. Not, there's, like, he and Emma have an awkward encounter at the beginning, and he, like, kind of gets, like, shaded by Chris in class, which is amazing. Slim shaded, if I do say so. Uh, But yeah, I don't think her crush on Chris has anything to do with Sean. Nice one. Um, Yeah, no, no. Incorrect, YouTube. You failed. Um, So Hans, can you please tell us a little bit about the episode title? I can. It is called Against All Odds, uh, based on the song by Phil Collins, which came, which came out in 1984. I believe it was written for a movie of the same name. It's very power ballady. Again, I guess it has something to do with Manny and Emma's like whatever it takes philosophy and like going after a dude. Like they're gonna go against all the odds. But that's the only connection I'm really drawing. Yeah, no, that's... Eh, I don't know. I don't know the song. I don't think it really has anything to do with the episode. I think it's kind of a miss. But whatever. So we start off with Emma and Sean awkwardly running into each other before English class. And they're staring at each other weirdly. And Emma notices that Sean has a hickey. And he, like, covers it on his neck. And I'm like, so high school. <laughs> So gross. Also, who is giving him a hickey? I don't even remember who it is at this point. Somebody in like Jay's crew, like Alex's friend whose name I don't remember. Does Alex have friends that aren't Jay and Towers? I think there's like a girl that eventually comes into play at one point who I don't know if she ever actually has lines. She might be the girl who eventually gets like alcohol poisoning once Emma or once Sean and Ellie are dating, but I don't know. Sorry, those that's that was like minor spoilery there. I literally don't remember that <laughs> happening. Um, also, literally nothing but Shakespeare in English, as has been pointed out out to us via Twitter before. These kids are not getting a full English education. <laughs> it's a bummer. Yes, this time it's Julius Caesar apparently. So yeah, we're in class. Um, Ms. Kwan, Queen Kwan, we haven't seen her in a while. She asks Sean, like, about the themes of the play, and Sean is like, I don't think it's important. Like, this old white dude from the 1600s doesn't know my life. And then Chris is like, I disagree. I think there are a lot of cool things in here. And unlike Slim Shady over here, I actually read the play, and it's hilarious and perfect, even though he's wearing that fucking bucket hat. I hate that bucket hat, but I love Chris forever. Um... Yeah, no, so like my man's Slim Shady. I'm like, <laughs> yes, nailed it. And Emma is clearly charmed. Very charmed. Um, so then the credits roll, and then Ashley and Craig are, like, walking with each other. I'm like, oh, yes, this is still happening. And apparently Ashley and Ellie are going out of town somewhere. So then once Ashley, like, 
walks away from Craig, Manny is, of course, already on top of him and is like, I miss you. And he's like, there's not that much to miss. We only hooked up once. Stop talking to me. And she's like, there's a rave tonight or something. You should come. Like, still just, like, glomming on to Craig. Which, like, it is definitely not Craig's scene to go to a rave. (laughs) But I just, I don't like Craig with either of these people anymore because, so... Him and Ashley, like, during their scene where they're walking alone together before Ellie comes up, it's, like, really weird and disjointed, and there's, like, no chemistry between them at all. Like, do these people like each other at all? Like, what is happening? Like, because all these people are, for the most part, pretty good actors, and this, like, really felt like they were reading off of a script as they were talking to each other. It was uncomfortable. Yeah, it was very strange. Um... But, yeah, so Manny talks to him about a rave, which I'm also like, do raves still happen? I know this came out in 2003 or 2004. This also could be, like, coming from a sheltered place. But I don't know of anyone who ever went to a rave in high school. Like, I also, it also could be because I grew up in a fairly small town. Were raves a thing? I never went to a rave, (laughs) but also a rave wouldn't have been my kind of scene. I think they still exist, but, and we'll talk about it, but what they went to was not a rave. So whatever, it's fine. I guess it was like a Canadian high school version of a rave, (laughs) but whatever. There's a rave happening, people. Not a rave. (laughs) Or something. And so then Emma's like in the hallway And Chris is, like, beatboxing in the hallway, and they meet eyes, and Emma's just, like, super digging his beatboxing, which I'm like, oh, my God, this is insanely dorky, but I love it. It's really cute, though. I don't know. I'm like, (laughs) I just, I want that to work, but it, you know, it won't. Um, (laughs) It's fine. Whatever. Um, Can we talk about fashion? Yes. I know it's a little early, but there's a lot that happens. First of all, Manny will not stop wearing that fucking Vegas necklace, and I don't understand it at all. Um, Sean's eyebrows still crazy. Um, his beanie is still dumb. I don't know. It's it's a lot of bad outfits. Like I don't. I'm not crazy about like Manny's like tied up shirt for um when she goes like to the like not a rave. Um, <laughs> it's weird. Uh, and I I actually I don't like uh, Emma's outfit either. Like I like that she's like kind of like pushing her like comfort zone boundaries. Um, and she's, like, a beautiful girl. Like, her her beauty and her hair look great. Like, the makeup and the hair is good. The earrings are good. The bright blue shirt with the hot pink skirt is not a fucking look. It is bad. Don't do it. Does not look good. But I could see maybe liking it in 2004. Um, also, I kind of liked Ashley's... I know we, like, went on about bad camo last episode, but I kind of... And Ashley has worn, like, an off-color camo shirt before, and today she was wearing, like, a grayish camo shirt, which I thought was actually kind of working for her. Um, I really didn't take that many fashion notes, though. Me neither. Um, Craig looks super out of place at the rave because he's wearing, like, a plaid plaid button-up shirt, and it's like, what are you doing here? This is not your thing. Um, And Chris... Uh, he's wearing this weird hat, like, when they're at the, like, not a rave, and it's, like, weird and droopy, and it's, like, he's being, like, so smooth and charming, and the hat is, like, negating all of it. 
It's like one of Manny's taxi driver hats, but he's wearing it backwards. And it like looks like it might be made out of really dark denim. I don't really know what was happening with it. Also at the rave, Manny's hoops, they were like 50 hoops inside of one hoop. It was like hoops for days, which was also <laughs> very 2004, in quotes, rave scene, I guess. It was stupid looking. I don't know. They all look dumb at this club, but whatever. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So, yeah. Um, so they're like planning to go to the not rave. And then we are in... Uh, Mr. Armstrong's class, and it's uh, Spinner and Jimmy and Marco, and Spinner and Jimmy both got, like, not good grades on their math test, and they have another one on Monday, and Marco got, like, an A-plus or whatever, because Marco is, like, secretly great at math, and no one ever told us. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, So Jimmy's like, Spinner, stay over and study this weekend. He's like, yeah, totally, which, cool weekend, guys. Um, and then he's like, Marco, you should come too. Like, we really need the help studying. You're good at math, whatever. And he's like, yeah, totally. I'm in. Sure. Um, and Spinner immediately goes into gay panic because he's an asshole. Yeah. It's, yeah. He immediately is like, dude, why are you invite him? Like, oh my God. Like, like, I don't want to. And, and Jimmy is like, your friend's gay. Stop hating and just deal. Like this whole episode, Jimmy is just like, like giving Spinner so many like wake up calls. He's like, shut the fuck up, get over it. I don't understand why we are still going on about this. And Jimmy just like hits him every time he's being a goddamn idiot. And I love it every time. Jimmy is perfect. Um, it's great. It's just a good fucking time. Whatever. I stand by my fuck Mary Kill choices of last episode. <laughs> Jimmy forever. Um, so then it's after school and Mana. Manna. <laughs> Emma and Manny are getting ready for the rave. And Emma's like, I have no chance with Chris. I'm like white dork walking or something like that. Or planet white dork. And uh, Manny's like, not tonight. Like, you look so cute. And then they sneak. And then it's the first instance of sneaking out of the basement via the window, which I appreciated. It was very nice to see that in use. I love that. Um, as a frequent window sneaker outer, uh, respect. Um, yeah, it was great. Um, and also they said whatever it takes like three times, but they definitely said it the first instance here. And we both got very excited because that is the theme song and also the name of this monstrosity that we are giving to you. Um, so then we cut over to the boys sleepover. And they're studying, and then Jimmy's like, do you mind if I put on some tunes? And then he's like, goes on the TV to put on music, and then stumbles across a porn. He's like, oh, the beauty of satellite. And then they just start watching porn together, which is not the first time we have seen a group of dudes watch porn together on this show, and I still don't understand it. It's gross. Okay, so if you are a straight guy or... Like, who listens to this podcast? I don't know who, if you're out there. But if you are, can you please tweet at us or write us an email saying whether or not dudes really do this? Because I I don't. What? This has never been a thing in my life. Like, girls do not watch porn together. No. No. Gross. Why? It's gross. And then once it gets put on, like, Spinner gets immediate. Or Spinner's like, oh, hey. And then Jimmy's like, oh, wait, no. We should turn it off because Marco 
And Margaret's like, it's fine. Seeing naked ladies doesn't burn my eyes out. And then they're like, oh, okay. And then he's like, besides, I wasn't looking at them. And Spinner's like, what? Then what were you looking at? And then Margaret's like, the drape, Spinner, obviously. And Spinner, he like actively tries to look at the drapes on the porn. And then Jimmy's like, he was looking at the dudes, you idiot. And then, of course, Spinner gets all grossed out. Because he is a terrible garbage person. Um, but yeah, I, like drapes made me laugh. And then I, and he's like, of course, he's not looking at the fucking drapes, you <laughs> big, dumb idiot. And then we see Craig like being a third wheel on Joey and Sydney's date at home. And Joey's like, I mean, we love you, but why are you home on Friday night? And then Craig's like, I guess I could go to Jimmy's. And he's like, okay. And it's like, oh, poor, poor Craig being a little cock block to his stepdad. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure. Jimmy's okay. Like you're going to that <laughs> stupid, not a rave. And, um, Emma and Manny are at the rave and Chris is there and it, all right, it's not, first of all, I wrote down, where is this rape? <laughs> Literally twice in my notes without realizing it. I just like kept thinking it that I felt the need to really write it down. You also, also said it out loud. <laughs> did I really? I didn't even realize it. I, I'm just very confused. Also, it's not a rave. There's no glow sticks. There's no one rolling. There's no one with pacifiers in their mouth wearing dumb looking clothes. Like they just look like they're like at a club. Like, you know, it's it looks like a fun party, but like they're at a club. Like this is not a rave. This is not what a fucking rave looks like. It's like a weird warehousey environment too, but it also has like side rooms with couches which I like I feel like teenagers aren't resourceful enough to make that kind of thing happen also I just I don't understand how this thing got organized in the first place there's so many logistics that I'm very confused about especially because most people in that room are probably under the age of 18 it's confusing also what the who goes to an all ages rave what is happening this is like I don't know and What's his name? Chris's cousin is the DJ, but I, he had like a very distinctly not DJ name. It was like it was like his name. It was just his name. It was like <laughs> DJ something sharp, but it was like just his first like it was like DJ Hank Sharp. Like it was just like a guy's name. Like there was I was like, whatever happened to Jazzy Jeff? Like, come on, you guys. You're better than this. Yeah, so they're at the rave and Manny's like, go talk to Chris, go talk to Chris, whatever it takes, la la la, like just pushing Emma into this situation. And then Emma goes up to Chris and they're like up on the stage and then Chris starts DJing and Emma accidentally turns off the power on like the fucking power strip behind the DJ stand, which is another thing I'm not sure of is a thing that exists, but I don't know, whatever. And everyone gets mad, but then it turns it back on. But then Chris's girlfriend that he has, surprise, surprise, sees that he is being, like, touchy-feely with Emma on the stage, and she is pissed off. And I don't blame her. Also, if he has a girlfriend, like, he has, like, zero chill if he is, like, just going to be, like, touchy-feely with Emma on stage. <laughs> Like, it's not even like he's hiding it. Like, this girlfriend should break up with him because he, like, clearly does not even sort of give a shit. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, Yeah, I don't know. And, yeah, I don't know about the power strip thing. That seems like there should be more things in place there. But also it's, like, in a weird warehouse. So who knows how this whole system is set up. 
Also, I want to, I just looked at my notes and remembered that when she approaches Chris, he's like, oh, Emma, you're here. And she's like, oh, yeah, me, miss a rave. I'm like, oh, God, who are you kidding? Emma, you do not belong here. Right. I was like, oh, yeah, Emma never misses a fucking (laughs) rave. It's just so her. Um, And then we're back at Jimmy's and they're like watching porn again or something. And Jimmy's like, that's the future Mrs. Jimmy Brooks. And Marco's like, what? She's so fake. Like, wait, look at this dude right here. He's like so real. And while all this is happening, Spinner's like eating something and then starts choking. And then Marco, like a decent human being, is like, oh, I know the Heimlich maneuver. Stop running around. I can save your life. But Spinner is so convinced that Marco has a crush on him and like is in swept up in his gay panic homophobia that he literally will not let Marco save his fucking life until he basically is forced into getting the Heimlich from Marco and like spits out something nasty on the carpet. It's gross. Also, what is with Spinner and spray cheese? Like, that's all he talks about. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> few notes about Jimmy. I love that when um, Marco is talking about how, like, look at that guy. Like, he's so real. Like, he's actually looking. He's, like, checking it out. He's, like, I'm trying to understand, like, what he's seeing. He's, like, tilting his head and squinting. And I'm, like, okay, I see you. I see you. Good good work. I love Jimmy so much. (laughs) He's such a great friend and also just, like, an open-minded, decent human being. Um, so Margo saves Spinner's life and then we're back at the rave and then Emma comes over to Manny and she's like, oh my God, Chris has a girlfriend. Like, I didn't know. And Manny's like, oh, I didn't know that either. And she's like, but it doesn't look like they're going to last long. You should go back in there and console him after their fight. And Emma's like, that is an awful evil thing to do. And Manny's like, it might be evil, but it is effective because she is speaking from personal experience. And then Emma's like, whatever it takes, right? And Manny's like, yes, I'll go get us some water. And just like, Emma, why are you taking advice from Manny? She gives horrible advice. Like, notoriously bad advice (laughs) constantly. Um, But, I mean, girl knows how to end a relationship. She is manipulative as hell. And, like, she's like, this is, like, the one thing that she's, like, very smart about. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yes, so then she goes to get water, and she sees that Craig has arrived, looking very out of place. And she's like, oh, you came. Do you want to dance? And he's like, I guess so. And then they start, like, dancing and grinding on the dance floor, and then they start kissing. And I also just found their, like, makeout session slightly awkward. It was uncomfortable to watch, (laughs) for sure. And it was, like, directly juxtaposed with um, Emma's situation with Chris, because he comes up to her and he's like, do you want here? I thought you might want some water. And she's like, I did, thanks. And he's like, sorry. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. Do you want to go talk about it? And he was like, yeah. And they have like this moment. And he's like, he's very smooth. And she's like, it was funny because he was like, how's the environment club going? And earlier in the episode, Manny is like, don't talk about the environment. The environment is not sexy. And she's like, let's not talk about that. <laughs> and that made me laugh. So she's like, let's talk about you. And he's like telling her about DJing. He does this thing that like I totally still remembered this scene because I was like it had like such a profound effect on my like like my relationship to men, I think. I don't know. But he like puts his hands on her chest and he starts making like the beatboxing noises and like tapping out her heartbeat. And I was like, you are smooth as hell. Yeah, I literally wrote down that he 
like, Chris, you're so damn smooth. And, and it's like, but Emma has a conscience, a conscience. And they start to kiss. And she's like, no, I can't do this. And then he's like, okay, I'm sorry. And then she walks out. And then she can't find Manny anywhere. And then she takes a taxi home and sneaks back into her room and sees Manny and Craig totally making out on the bed, on Emma's bed. And Emma just starts yelling at Manny. And she's like, and Manny's like, oh, sorry, I thought you weren't going to be home till later, which isn't a valid excuse. And Craig, like, pieces out. And Emma's like, yeah, I think you should leave. And she's like, you ditched me at the rave to go home with Craig. This is stupid. And then she pulls out a sleeping bag and, like, sleeps on the floor. Which, Emma, you should have fucking made Aunt Manny sleep on the floor. She's the one who ditched you. Yeah, Manny is a bad friend. Like, ugh, it made me mad. Because, I like, like, I've definitely been, like, ditched at, like, a party by a shitty friend for, like, some guy. And, like, they don't even tell you. So I'm glad that, like, Emma had the, like, independence to be like, fuck this. I'm going to take a cab home. She can find her own way. If I'm not, if I can't find her, fuck it. Like, so she just went. Like, you know, if Manny was a different kind of friend, I think that Emma would have stayed and like tried to find her. Cause if it was someone like Liberty, it wouldn't be like, you ditched me. It would be like, <laughs> oh no, you're in trouble. Like, I don't think that Emma would just leave for anyone, but I think she like kind of knows where Manny is at at this point. Now I'm just trying to imagine Liberty at that <laughs> non rave. <laughs> I wish Liberty went to the not a rave. I think it would have been good for her. She would have gotten her out of her shell a bit. Um, but then we're back at Jimmy's house, and they're like, oh, I'm so tired. Let's go to bed now. And Marco's like, I'm going to go brush my teeth. And while he's brushing his teeth, Spinner's like, Jimmy, you have to let me sleep in your bed tonight. And Jimmy's like, mm, I like you, but not in that way. He's like, no, if I sleep out with Marco, he's going to like touch me. And Jimmy's like, oh, my God, get over yourself. Like, you're an idiot. You need to get more sleep because you're obviously not getting enough oxygen to your brain. Like, again, with, like, all of the fucking slams. True facts. But also, that's not how sleep works. <laughs> um, it does nothing for your oxygen levels, I'm pretty sure. I'm not a scientist. Uh, but also, clearly, neither is Jimmy. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then Marco comes back out of, like, brushing his teeth and getting ready for bed and stuff. And they go to sleep. And... While they're asleep, like, his, like, arm falls down because he's on the couch and, like, Spinner's on the floor. And Spinner starts, like, caressing his arm. And then he, like, realizes, like, he wakes up and he's like, oh, my God. And he, like, freaks out. Full-blown gay panic. And, like, Marco drags him. And it is fantastic. And he's just, like, your hair is so last. He's like, I'm not into you. Your hair is last year. Your shoes never match your outfit. And they also always smell. (laughs) And you're not that cute like go fuck yourself I'm gonna sleep in the bathtub yeah it was amazing I literally wrote down Marco drag him of course you don't have a crush on Spinner he's disgusting and then the next day at school like they talk about it again and Spinner and Marco's like 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 Spinner Spinner I'm gay but that doesn't mean that I like every single guy that I see like you don't like every girl that you see, right? And Mark and Spinner's like, if they're hot. And Mark is like, right. And you're not. Like, again, just like very blunt, very honest. And it's hilarious. And Spinner's like, um, I don't know. I think you just don't have good taste. And it like becomes like a weird, like Spinner is now mad that Marco doesn't have a crush on him. Spinner's just awful and confusing and stupid. 
I thought it was a really good way to like end this feud though because it, it went from Spinner being like a disgusting homophobe like gay panic literally willing to die for his prejudice to him being like um I think you just have bad taste I'm great <laughs> you are missing out and they're like joking around and smiling together and I'm like hey fucking god but like of all the ways for this to end like i think this was like a really sweet way to do it um you know because they've already had like the heavy episodes of them together and the rest has been like leftover spinner like and jimmy trying to like push spinner out of this place and like spinner being kind of in denial that he's still in this place of like just being a homophobic dick bag and now it's like finally it seems like he's kind of moved past it and i think we're finally good yeah, I did write, oh, my God, Spinner. I guess you're maybe growing, though. Like, it's, it's, it is progress from where he was, like, when Marco came out to him originally. So, it, but it's Spinner, and he's just a dummy anyway. Super dummy. Um, and then, last scene, Manny um, is, like, calling to Emma, and Emma's walking away and not listening to her. And Emma's headband is dumb. I hate when she has her hair pushed all the way back. Because, like, it doesn't matter how pretty you are. It's always going to make your forehead look big if your hair is pushed all the way back. But whatever. Um, and Manny's like, are you never going to talk to me again? Blah, blah, blah. And they just, like, yell at each other. And Emma's basically like, you're a bad friend. And Manny's like, well, you know, you, like, I thought you were going to be out later. Which, again, like Holland said, not an excuse but okay she's like well I thought you were gonna be out longer and Emma's like you know what you're doing is like and Manny basically admits that she and Craig have done this before and Emma's like what the fuck is wrong with you like how do how do you think Ashley would feel like you know and like Manny calls her a prude and a princess and Emma calls her a slut and it's a whole fucking deal and then they decide to not be friends anymore again basically and yeah, it's all bad and it's how the episode ends and it's, yeah, they're just going in two very different directions, like person, like personally. And yeah, it's just, it ends in a very gross, like messy way. Totally. But that's the episode. Um, So Spirit Squad Captain, who are you going to pick? I think I'm going to go with Jimmy because throughout the episode, he is telling Spinner to get the fuck over himself and while also still being a really great friend to Marco. And he's just kind of the voice of reason, I think, in this episode and like most storylines. That is a very good pick. I would agree with that. I'm, I think I'm going to go with Emma. Um, she makes the right call with Chris, even though she likes him and he's like cooler than she is because he is. Um, he's cooler than most people on this show. Uh, they're all a bunch of dummies. But yeah, you know, even though he's clearly into her and would definitely be like, peace out, girlfriend. She's like, you know, she makes the right call. She gets home on her own safely. It's not like a whole fucking to do. And, you know, she calls Manny out on her bullshit like. And she's not, and she's not, you know, even though she does slut shame her in the end, she's not just focused on that. She's also like, you also abandoned me at this party that I really didn't super want to go to in the first place. Like, you convinced me to go to this thing and then you left me there. Like, she's focused on the whole picture. She's not just like, oh, my star is about like, 
Manny hooking up with Craig, even though she like a little bit is. I don't know. But I just I think that she made a bunch of like good calls in this, except for like her last line. But she was instigated. Yeah, I think that also works. Um, Ship of the episode. I guess I might ship Emma and Chris just because they had pretty good chemistry. Chris is very smooth. I know he has a girlfriend, but it looks like that relationship is not the most stable anyway. And I don't know. I'm going to go with Emma and Chris. Marco and Spinner. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Also, Emma and Chris forever. Like, I like them. I know that you're, like, big into Semma, and I agree. They are endgame. But I really like Emma and Chris in this, like, stage of her life. I wish she didn't have a girlfriend. I still think she made the right call. But I think I would like them to be together if he breaks up with his girlfriend. Yeah, for sure. Um, moral of the episode. Um... Do, like, stick to your guns, do what you think is right, and don't be a homophobic asshole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess. I think those. I think that all works. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, just do the right thing. Like, I realize that that's, like, the moral of all morals is just do the right thing. But just fucking do the right thing, guys. Whatever it takes, do the right thing. Get it, get it, get it. So we have some YouTube comments for this episode. We're not forgetting again. We're going to try not to forget ever again. So Kelsey, I know there's one that you really wanted yes. to read. There it is. It's from Mickey Fresh from one month ago. And it just says, Manny, yes. Uh, kissing emoji, three hard eyes emojis. Spread that hoe gossip. I love her. Two laughing crying emojis. <laughs> Same. Amazing. And I'm just going to read one from Kia Minaya from four months ago. And it just says, why do these freshmen have a better social life than me? And like kind of like a sad face and same, like who the fuck is going to goddamn raves? Not these people because it's not a rave. <laughs> it's it's just it's I cannot reiterate this enough. It is not a rave. Um, so we have some grapevine stuff. We have a few tweets for you. Okay, so we have one from Touched Pete. Um, and she wanted us to, uh, like, her our thoughts on, like, a thread that she started that was pretty funny. Um, and it starts with, hi, no one in Degrassi TNG was straight. Um, and she lists off, like, basically everyone in Next Generation and what their sexuality is. And I'm going to... First of all, I like all these choices. They're solid headcanons. Um, but I am going to make up my own. Emma, bye. Manny, bye. Liberty. Um, I, don't, I don't know what panromantic demisexual is, but I feel like that fits because <laughs> I feel like she likes JT end of list. Right? No, she dates Towers for a minute. I don't does know. She date towers? Yeah, I, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh my god, she does. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna call Liberty as straight. Yeah. You know, she's just. She's kind of square, you guys. Let's just let her have that. So not everyone is gay. So not everyone is gay. Although I like to just think that everyone is gay, but I'm gonna. I'm not making all these people gay because that's just my feelings. Um, JT, I think is like. I think I feel like JT is straight, but like he has like some explorations and they're probably great toby is 
gay. Paige is bi. Ellie is bi. Ashley. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ashley as a lesbian. I think that tracks. That's a really good call. Uh, At Touched Pete, by the way, her name is Hannah. Sorry. Hannah, I agree. Ashley is a lesbian. Jimmy. All right. So she's saying that he's trans, which is amazing. (laughs) Um, But also, I think that Jimmy is bi. Spinner. I think is bi. I think that like, or maybe he's just gay because I feel like his like whole gay panic thing is just him like hiding. Like, I'm going to say that Spinner is gay. Marco is gay. Jay, you're saying that Jay is bi. I I don't know. I, right. I feel like Jay is straight. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think gay. Yeah. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Freudian slip. I think Jay is straight, but he also might be like JT where he's straight, but is willing to explore a little bit. Like, I don't think he's a thousand percent straight. Um, and it says Alex is a lesbian, obviously, which, yeah. Totally. Alex is a lesbian. Um, Craig, you're saying is bi and trans, but I think that Craig is just gay, end of list. <laughs> Craig is gay. That's it. Like, I know that he, like, manhorse around a little bit, but I think that Craig is gay. Um, also, Hunt and I watched this play called Straight, where Craig... Well, not Craig. Jake Epstein um, played a closeted gay guy. And I was like, yes, Mm -hmm. this is accurate for Craig's life. Um, Also, his gay love interest was so pretty. Oh, my God. He was so pretty. And he just wore his underwear so much. And it was beautiful. (laughs) Just, God, he just, ah, having feelings. (laughs) Hazel, bye. I mean, maybe. Maybe. We can call her... uh, we haven't picked anyone as trans in this. Oh, and Terry's a lesbian, um, which I think works. I, yeah, I think Terry is a lesbian works, maybe. Although she did get drunk and like gush about Spinner. So maybe Terry's bi. I'm going to say Hazel's a lesbian and Terry's bi. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to switch those two. Yeah, I think that tracks. We haven't listed anyone as trans, but I feel like. I thought we listed Jimmy as trans. No, she listed Jimmy as trans. I, th- I, I thought we just agreed with that. <laughs> oh, no, I just thought it was wonderful. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'll agree with that, too. That seems fine. Yeah, we can list Jimmy as trans. I think maybe we could also... Ooh, you know what? I bet Liberty is trans. Mm. I get I, that tracks. Okay, well, that was a nice little thread, but... <laughs> so then so then Liberty would be like a trans lesbian. Right. Which I'm on board for. Into it. Um, oh, no, tra- trans gay man, sorry. Right. Wait, so sh- Liberty is a trans male, so Liberty will eventually transition, or she's a trans woman, since we're calling her she? Will eventually transition, but this is pre-that. Okay. Pronouns are confusing. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So that, that those are our thoughts on that thread. Uh, everyone should go to it. I believe we, I don't know. Did we retweet it? I can retweet it right now if you want to go to our Twitter at Degrassi Pod and see that. Um, so then we have another tweet from Trisha at TB Trisha T-E-E. And she says, not request would you ever review something not Degrassi as in Bollywood? I'm just curious on a Western point of view on a certain flick. I mean, not for the podcast because it's just a Degrassi podcast and we're, we're going to not try to stray too much off brand <laughs> except for like our occasional tangent about our dumb personal lives. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I like Bollywood. 
if you want to like send me a movie to watch, I'll like tweet at you and be like, I liked it or it didn't care for it. But I generally like Bollywood. Yeah, I would do that too. We could even have a movie night and then tweet at her together. But yeah, probably not on the actual podcast. Unless we love it so much that we recommend it at the end. So I don't know, maybe. Um, but that is all of the grapevine that we have. And like I said, if you want to tweet at us or be featured on the grapevine, you can tweet us at Degrassi Pod. You can also email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. And we're on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. And we're on SoundCloud and we're on iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, why don't you go ahead and like rate us and leave us a review? Because if you leave us a review, then we will make up a whole long fan fiction about you and somebody from Degrassi. And it'll be magical and very fun for us to do. We really do delight in it. We did a good one about Ellie that I'm still pretty proud of. Um... So, yeah, um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Sucks with a Z at the end. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And what are you going to recommend today? I think I know what I'm going to recommend. I've just been reading this book called Dave Barry Slept Here, and it's basically, like, comedically recounting American history it's a very short book but it's this guy Dave Barry who just like writes about it in a funny way and that kind of gets you through like the bullet points of American history from like it the country's discovery and inception until like the 70s and 80s because it was written in like 1989 but it's like a nice fun like short subway read that I'm enjoying right now Cool. Um, you know, I'm going to recommend a book, too. Um, it's called Zeus Grant's Stupid Wishes. It's super funny. It's all mythology, um, but it's, like, just the voice that it's written in is really funny. Um, it's, like, almost lol speak, but, like, not entirely. It's a lot of all caps and, like, not complete sentences. And it's, like, and it's written by, like, a professor and, like, a PhD student. Like, it's not stupid. It's, like, an accurate representation of the myths, but they're amazing. That sounds amazing. Um, but that's all that we have today. So bye Panthers. Bye Panthers.